Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Thank you. I'd like to take care of some housekeeping, as they say. Um, welcome to our site. Uh, for those that are new to us, we ask that you would like, subscribe, and share. And for those who would like to also support us financially, we have some links where you can support us financially and uh, be a part of our family, if you will. If you need to uh, speak to me, just send me an email, and I will gladly return your requests. So thank you again, and I do appreciate it. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our study about the soul of mankind. We are looking at what the soul consists of, and we've been focusing currently on thoughts. We have the mind, so the soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions, and we're going to study each one of those parts of the soul, but we have been focusing right now on the mind and the thoughts. And there's one thing that you have to understand about um, as you look into the Word of God and begin to study, that one principle leads into another principle. Always remember that when you're dealing with God's Word, and that's why you'll see God say, don't do this because he knows if you do this, it will lead into doing that. And so we are taking a look and seeing now we are um, focusing on the thoughts because we talked about it a little yesterday and because this is a part of the mind. We know, as I mentioned, the mind, the soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions. And we saw that in according to the word, the word of God in Hebrews chapter 4, that the Word of God can divide. is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it has the ability to divide between the soul and the spirit. And we are talking about the reason why it does that is that it can speak directly to either the soul or the spirit. And we saw that it also speaks to the body, down to the bone and the marrow and so forth. And that 
what it, it is, and we saw what the heart of man is. The heart of man is your intentions, all of your intentions that you have within you, the reason uh, behind your actions, the intention of your heart, because the Bible tells us that the Word of God has the ability to dis- discern the thoughts and the intention of the man. And so your uh, the heart of the man, the centerpiece of the man, is his intention. And we saw, according to the Word, when I, we did the study on Sunday, uh, Sunday's podcast, how uh, that relates to us and so forth. Today, what we're going to focus on is the thoughts. How do we accept it? Um, How can we change it and all of these things? And we mentioned briefly that this is where the battle is in our thoughts. And we took a couple of uh, scriptures and we used those. So we're going to refer back to those scriptures, Psalms 13, verses 2. How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? And day after day have sorrow in my heart. How long will my enemies triumph over me? And we talked about your enemies are all of the, uh, as much as it is uh, uh, the systems of the world, it is also about sicknesses, disease, um, lack, all of those spiritual aspects, those are also um, the uh, hatred, all of these things are spirits that are triumphing over us because of our thought life. Um, we are wrestling with our thoughts day and after day. And so uh, we are now going to look at scriptures as to how to address that condition. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 22 says to put off your old self uh, which belonged to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and we see that um, that desire that um, it was the tool by which the enemy was able to gain access to um, Eve uh, she saw the fruit and it was desirous for food. And so um, she began to, she fell as a result. She uh, became obedient to the word of God. And so we see the process so that when one becomes born again, we are talking about this born again creature. He has a new spirit, but also he has some old stuff that are still in there. They're all programming that we have in our mind because of our thoughts. And it tells us in Ephesians that to put off your old self. And so it is our responsibility to put off our own self, uh, which belonged to the former manner. So that was the way how it was, how we used to live. But it's still our responsibility to put off the the old self. And we're going to take a look now at Luke chapter 6, verses 45. I'm trying to build a foundation before we move forward uh, and begin to really excavate this uh, teaching about one's thought and where it leads to. So when we look at Luke 6, 45, we see a good man out of the good treasures of his heart. This good man bring forth that which is good. 
An evil man, out of the evil treasures of his heart, bring forth that which is evil, for of the abundance of the heart a man the mouth speak. And that is the process that we are going to investigate when you see that your heart, when you, your thoughts, life, you have to learn how to uh, win that battle because it causes you to speak. And when you and I speak, we initiate another law. And so we see that, that the first law is what we are doing and managing our thoughts, which will then take us in um, and they begin to become, the thoughts will become who you are. Why? Because your thoughts are being deposited into your intentions. Um, as your thoughts are coming, you have a decision to make. This is with your will. And you decide to take that thought. And then once you have taken that thought, you will deposit that into your intention. And your intention will... Um, it will gravi gravitate that decision that you make will have an, e an emotional attachment to it. And so then when it uh, has that emotional attachment to it, it becomes very strong. It becomes a stronghold in your life because it has you totally. It has your mind, it has your will, and it has your emotion. And so you are trapped. And so we see that once one is trapped, we have a situation, and it tells us in Second Corinthians chapter uh, um, ten, verses three to six, what that trapped mentality lifestyle looks like, and what are the weapons by which you can utilize in order to get you saved, in order to free you from your uh, bondage, if you will. Let's take a look. At this scripture, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Okay, so those thoughts that we had given permission and agreed with with our will, and there's an emotional attachment to it, those things have become strongholds, uh, meaning that you believe them more than you believe the Word of God. And so this particular stronghold is such a part of you that uh, it is a hard thing to shake, if you will. And so uh, Jesus has a uh, teaching. He, he teaches these, the disciples in the Word of God. He said, when he was about to send them out and go forward, he tells them, he says, um, take no thought, saying. And so we see that principle of taking a thought when Jesus says, take no thought, saying, means that you and I have the, um, has to make a decision whether we want to agree with the thought or whether we want to take it, if you will. And again, that scripture is, is in Matthew where he says, take no thought, saying, and uh, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, and all of these different things. And so that saying is we would agree with the thoughts. And um, when we agree with it, that means that we own it. It is now a part of us. 
it is a part of our uh, mind, it is a part part of our um, will, it is a part of our emotion, and it is part of us, and it's in our intention, and it will cause you to speak, for the scripture says, out of the abundance of man's heart, as you pour and put your thought in there, you agree with it, your emotions for all those years, it is building up. And once you it comes uh, and becomes yours, then you will speak and you will initiate something. And once you speak, then it is law. And so God is trying to bring to your attention that you need to handle your thoughts. And so you, the scripture says, a good man out of his good treasures of his heart, those thoughts that you have in your um, in your heart, you are about to uh, express it. So we see, according to this thing, that it, it has begun, it became a stronghold in our life. And Second uh, Corinthians 5, it tells us now how to battle, how do we break down these strongholds that are in our life that we have been, according to uh, the previous um uh, uh, in Psalms 13, uh, 2 says, how long must I wrestle with my thoughts? And so those thoughts that are now strongholds in our life, it tells us that casting down imagination and every high thing that it exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to, to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Within that verse houses the information that is necessary for one to become masters of your thoughts. And so it is very... Um, let's take a look at it. Let's go into the scripture and begin to extract uh, those things so that we can understand what it means and how we can utilize it and um, create our success, if you will. So let's take a look at that casting down imaginations. So we know that when the thought is in your mind, it creates imagination. And one of the tools, this is why I'm telling you one law leads into the other. When we activate that imagination, it can... Uh, be governed by fear, it could be governed by love. That imagination has to be governed by something because when Adam uh, sinned, he said, I was afraid and the spirit of fear entered into us. But when we become born again, the Bible tells us that God did not give us a spirit of fear. So this new spirit that we have is a, does not have a spirit of fear. He has um, He's a spirit of love, power, and of uh, self-control. So uh, this guy that we have, this new spirit, uh, when we become born again, he is alive and ready to be utilized in our life. So we see then that casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, against the word of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So we see then it is our responsibility to bring every thought into captivity. We can do that 
by as we begin to put the Word of God to help us to deprogram ourselves. We are to, by bringing every thought into captivity, into the obedience of Christ, and having a readiness to revenge all of the disobedience. So all of those things that you have been storing in you, in your in your uh, mind, all those thoughts that you own, and then you now uh, transition into your um, your intent. Those are where your strongholds are living. And God says, now you have to revenge those things. You have to be ready. So when the enemy comes and you're in a situation and those thoughts that are already programmed and you start to come up, you have to have a readiness to revenge all of it. The Bible says anything that is not of faith is disobedience. So everything that you have been pro- that you had programmed yourself for X amount of years that you were an unbeliever, even when you became a, a believer, you were still answering to those programs because you weren't renewing your mind. As the scripture says, when we renew our mind, what are we doing? We're re- renewing our thoughts. How do you renew your thoughts? By putting in something else other than what you had before. And it tells us in the scripture, it says um, that uh, um, I put your word in me, because as I put your word in me, it protects me. So let's go into Psalms one nineteen eleven. With all my heart, I have sought you. You do not let me stray from your commandments. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So we're seeing where is the word located. Your word is in my heart. What is the heart of man? As I saw, we talked about man's intention. So if you now are going to take all those intentions that you have been storing up that is against the Word of God, you have to now combat them with the Word of God so that when they come up, you have a readiness to revenge all of those evil thoughts that you have stored within you. And so this is where the battle is. This is the battle, guys. And once you learn and understand this, and again, my purpose of taking you guys step by step by step so that you can understand you, that you will have a better grasp of dealing with situations when they come before you. So for all those years, you and I have been storing things up in our intentions or in our heart. And so as these things are stored up in our heart, we now have to rip those out um, and deposit the Word of God in our heart so that when what will happen is as we begin to deposit more and more of the Word of God out of the good treasures of our heart, it tells us, So out of the abundance of my heart, because I'm pouring more and more of the Word, I'm replacing the old programming with the new programming. And so then a good man out of the good treasures of his heart, what treasures? The Word of God, you know, I will bring forth some good stuff. And so your responsibility is to uh, store the Word of God in your 
heart and your intention so that you will not sin against him. And it tells us in Psalms 37, the law of his God is in his heart. And so we know then uh, that when we put the law of God or the word of God in our heart, watch what happens in Psalms 37, 31. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not falter. So as you and I begin to walk and be ruled by the word of God, it tells us in Psalms 1, Blessed is that man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, but nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates. We have been talking about that when day and night. This man, the scripture says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield his fruits in season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked is, are not so but are like the shaft that the winds drive away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So it tells us about these two men based on um, one in Luke 6, 45, a good man out of the good treasures, <coughs> excuse me, of his heart uh, bring forth uh, that which is good and the evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart, he brings forth evil works. And so it's your responsibility, my responsibility to begin to make this, uh, to just to excavate all of that old programming that we have. And it will come to, it'll come up as situations come into your life. You will be aware of them because the Holy Spirit is here to guide you and I in all truth. And as I mentioned to you guys, there are tons of scriptures on healing, but you just need one. And so you take that one and deposit it into your heart, into your intention, and it will get you to the place by which you are going to believe now because it's going to incorporate your thoughts. You're going to incorporate your will, and you're going to incorporate your emotions. You're going to create this new picture with the Word of God so that when that situation arises again, the old picture doesn't come up. Um, uh, the new one comes in because there's been a new programming within you. So that is the process of what our thoughts. And let me take you to the scripture and I'll show you. Uh, why it is very important that you win right here in your thoughts. Because as we saw earlier, that it leads uh, to your steps. And the scripture says in the word, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to that which is written, I believe, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Once you have deposited that information, you, the Bible says, out of the abundance of a man's heart, he speaks. And when he speaks, the Bible tells us that there are two things that we are going to release when we speak. 
death and life. And so this is what I'm trying to show you, that one principle leads into another. And so you must understand this as you understand you, spirit, soul, and body, that when you control your thoughts and you learn how to control your decision, Jesus said, take no thought saying in Matthew, so you will not agree with the thought they will come because you have been programmed for so many years. When the thought comes, don't agree with it. You're now going to begin to excavate it with the Word of God that it tells us how to do that. It says that we are to be casting down all those imaginations when they come because why? It That uh, program will ignite that imagination that it's usually used to, you know, that picture that it's bringing. You're going to have to cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God or the Word of God, bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. So all of those thoughts that we have been programmed, uh, negative thoughts, we have to bring it into captivity uh, bringing in the Word of God, because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the Word, and having a readiness. Now, we have to have this readiness to revenge all disobedience, all of the old programming. And so when you are going to embark on that journey, realize what is happening. It takes time, but that's where all of the patience come in. That's where all the other things, as I said, one thing leads to another. And we're going to close it out here. In Romans chapter 12, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so, your responsibility is the renewing of your mind. We renew our mind by depositing the Word of God, replacing the old things, and always having a readiness to um, to fight every disobedience to the Word of God. And when we do that, the Bible tells us that we are walking, we are beginning our conversation, as we will, our journey in faith. And as we are walking in faith, because when you believe and when you speak what you believe, because when you, it's in your mind, your thoughts, you come to the space by which you believe it. And when you believe it, you will speak it and it becomes a reality. So we are going to continue tomorrow. We are going to move forward in our study. We've been looking at the mind, which houses the thoughts. Tomorrow we are going to look at the will, because this is also, uh, in this whole thing is who you are. And as you see who you are from this point of view, as you see yourself as a mind, you have your will and there's your emotion that you will be able to change your life because the Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prosper. And so, Again, this is our problem. Our soul has not prospered because we don't know who we are. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith. 
and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.